0: you're listening to the tools for the modern man podcast if you're looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world you're in the right place now let's get it going welcome to the tools for the modern man podcast i'm your host pete beskus and today i'm going to be talking about filling our own cup um, this is a concept that you hear a lot of you know self-help people, personal development. It's about taking care of yourself before you are able to take care of other people. There's that, you know, old saying that on an airplane when the emergency air drops to make sure to sit, you know, fasten your own before you help your children or the other passengers. Um, And that really is the theme that I've been coming across a lot today. Um, It was funny because it all kind of started with one text message or one email message I got where I was reaching out to an old colleague and they just responded back, retired, enjoying life. And I see this a lot. Um, We are all waiting for retirement. We're all waiting for something in the future so that we can start to enjoy ourselves, start to enjoy life. Because every day is a little bit, you know, when you're in the thick of it with parents, with children, every phase of our life has different stressors and we're always waiting for that when this is over i'll enjoy myself then and i think for us specifically it's that feeling that we always have to be doing something we always have to be productive we always have to be showing up and we drain and deplete ourselves we and we see this over and over and over again with our energy levels with what we take on with the broad shoulders that most men associate themselves with protectors of the family providers, the pillars, the the cornerstones, the, you know, the strong ones. And what happens is that we get chiseled down over time. um, And we stop taking care of ourselves. We are pouring ourselves and putting our energy into everybody and everything else around us. And yet we forget to take time for ourselves. And what does that look like? What does it even look like to fill up your own cup? And how does it manifest in your day-to-day life? Well, I know that for me personally, in my experiences, I definitely lean in more towards helping people, giving people my time, being an extra hand, you know, trying to solve all the problems, because that's my strength. That's what I'm really good at. I'm good at solving problems. And what happens is that, I lose sight of the things I like to do, and I pretty much will sacrifice my time and my wants so that I can help the people around me. And then it doesn't happen overnight. I think it happens over time, and you start to see it slipping away from you, and the more you move away from all the positive things and all the um, cup-filling activities – you basically get to a point where you're completely drained. And I think this is what leads to burnout. This is what leads to dis, you know, dissatisfaction, um, resentment in your life, in your relationships, in the things that you do. And today I was in a, in a men's call and we were all just talking about what does it do? What can we do to help fill our cup, right? And looking at those concepts there, I think they really break out into two streams. One is the required. One is the things that you do on a day-to-day basis to keep yourself strong, high energy, fueled optimally, and in a position to be able to help people. Those That's kind of the emergency air that you're getting. So for most of us, that's going to be some sort of movement or exercise. That's going to be hydration, you know, drinking your water, maybe reducing your alcohol. Um, the other one being energy which is making sure you get proper sleep and good sleep. You know, the, the last one's kind of fuel, putting things in your body that helps to keep you active and energetic and, you know, to reduce kind of the, the crap that we put in our body. Those are the required, but what about filling your cup as it pertains to joy and happiness and excitement and those that sometimes we don't see them as necessary are so necessary for us to enjoy our life now versus waiting till we're retired (laughs) to enjoy it. And I think it's funny because I fall prey to this all the time. Like this is me, you know, I'll try to do, try to stay regimented, try to stay disciplined to do all of the things. And then I forget to go and have fun. I forget to go and insert joy into my life. And, how that shows up for me is I can be hanging out with my family and not appreciate and not really enjoy that moment because I'm not, I'm just feeling like obligations entering all the time. And I think we, when the question is, you know, actually when the question is posed, what brings you joy? When you're feeling worn out, when you're feeling kind of in that burnout phase, it's really hard to find joy. It's really hard to find something that you like to do. And, I like to kind of ask a couple of questions of myself and I ask it of other people too. It's the idea of what did you enjoy doing as a child? What are some of the things you liked to do when you were a kid? Was it ride a bike? Was it go swimming? Was it climbing? Was it running? Was it, what did you like to do? Was it playing sports? Um, For me, I love sports. I love sports. It's like, if I can be, in a competitive environment, playing ping pong. I'm having a good time. So for me, playing tennis is one of those things that I really, really enjoy. It really helps to fill my cup. One because it's athletic, one because I'm moving. You know, another because I get to interact with other people. It's just my it's my break for me. And when I get that time, I come back filled up for joy, right? This is. These are things that can sustain me for the next week, for the next few days. It's not something I have to do every day, even though I'd love to, but it's something that if I do frequently, it makes me happy. And it's that joy component that I think a lot of us relinquish. And I was talking about this earlier today as well with another group of of guys. And I also love going for a coffee and sitting on a patio and watching people. I don't want to interact. I don't want to chat them up. I just want to sit there and see kind of life happening and just be in the middle of the energy. And I really enjoy that. For me, that's really recuperative. And I, it's something I've really been missing this summer because you know I'm at home with the kids, they're all over the place. And I you know can sometimes feel that trapped in your own house feeling. And it's, I'm sure a lot of women can relate to this one. Um, those of you who probably working at home with your kids in the summer, probably feeling that as well. And it's that idea that sometimes we just want to get out of our environment and change the scenery. And that's another way to fill your cup, change your scenery, go somewhere nice, go to a park that you really like to sit in. Um, you know, go to a coffee shop. That's beautiful. Or where there's, but I love this one coffee shop where everyone's around me is like, you know, just, just, uh, it's a pretty environment, you know? Another thing, too, are the hobbies that we do, the the way that we kind of engage our brain but aren't the distracted engaging your brain. I think the way I separate the two is kind of doom scrolling on your phone versus playing on the guitar. Um, I picked up guitar a few years back during COVID, and I could find myself sitting on my phone, doom scrolling through YouTube, looking for comedians to get a quick laugh, but I get more relaxation from strumming a guitar for 20 minutes or 10 minutes, just, you know, noodling on there, even though I suck. And it's those little things and it's that changing of the environment and it's engaging in something you really like that you can start to put together and stack them so that you're experiencing a little bit of joy every day. And, that was a that was kind of a uh, a prompt that my friend chris said this morning he does when he's journaling is he writes down in his journal what's one place i can find joy today where can i find joy today and i think when we reflect on that it's really easy to say oh i'm just going to stare at my children or i'm just going to do something nice for my for my wife or for my family but i th- would love to spin it and have everyone think about this as what can you do for yourself today to bring a little bit of joy, to break some of that monotony, to give your, to put a smile on your face so you can enjoy your life today and not wait until you're retired to say that I'm enjoying life. Cause that's a scare, that scares me. That's always scared me. The idea that I have to wait for the future to enjoy my life. And I know I've fallen victim to it a thousand times when I get there, I'll be happy. And that kind of thinking is always going to disappoint you because you're never going to be happier there. You'll be a different happy. You're going to have different challenges there. So the real key is finding little bits of happiness. Now, we all have stress. We all have obligations. We all have expectations, but find some time in your schedule to reconnect with somebody. To reconnect with yourself, to go smell a flower, to go stare at some dogs in a park, to go for a walk and grab an ice cream. Just something that's solely for you that will put a smile on your face. That's all I've got for today. I really hope you guys take this to heart. Go out there and start making some joy happen in your life. And I will talk with everybody next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskus.com. Thanks, and see you all next week.